Hi, and welcome back to Home Stretch, the Daily Utah Chronicles sports podcast. My name is Stevie, and I'll be your host. Today, we're welcoming back Kyle Garrison on the show to talk about Utah's recent loss against Oregon Ducks this last Saturday. Hi, Kyle, and welcome back to the podcast. Hey, Stevie. Thanks for having me. So, Kyle, what were your initial thoughts when watching the game? Yeah, so first thing I really saw when re-watching the film was just the offensive line uh, for Oregon and for us. Uh, obviously, the games are won in the trenches, and it just looked like our O-line was just getting blown off the ball, play after play. We were Our O-line couldn't make the holes that we've been making the past couple weeks, especially against USC, and our run game just it was pretty stagnant throughout the entire day. Uh, and then obviously on the other side of the ball, uh, our four-man pressure was just doing nothing for Bo Nix. We didn't have a single sack the entire game. Um, you could just see Oregon's O-line was prepared to just bully us every single play. They were not going to let us get to the quarterback. They were not going to let us get any pressure, and they just wanted to you know, beat the crap out of us, essentially. Um, and that's what they're able to do. Our D-line has been solid all year, too. It's not like we have a bad defensive line by any means. I just think that Oregon's game plan uh, for you know getting in the trenches and just getting down and dirty was better than ours, and obviously that showed um, with the final score. Uh, another thing, Bryson, obviously, you know, he didn't have his best game of the year. He looked a little fr- flustered under under pressure, in my opinion. Um, and I just I think that Dan Lanning came in with a great game plan to throw us off, throw Bryson off, make our offense just stagnant and complacent. And they did a really good job of that. So hats off to them. They absolutely dominated. And uh, you know, I think they're one of the best teams in the country. So I don't I take it with a grain of salt. You know that we lost, but obviously I would have liked it to be a little bit of a closer game with as good a team as they are. So on the Oregon side, where the Oregon Ducks dominate over Utah, and what were some key turning points in the game? So yeah, the the first thing I said was that just in the trenches, um, we got dominated all game. Their 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 O line is really really good, and they always have a great O line. And I'm just, I know Kyle Whittingham. Um, I'm sure that in the locker room before the game and all week, he was preaching how good their O line is and how physical they are, and how you know we're gonna have to match their physicality. And uh, obviously that just didn't that didn't happen. And uh, Another thing, their play calling was in execution was perfect. They knew exactly what our defense wanted to do, um, and they exposed the holes in the defense throughout the, throughout the entire day. Um, they ran a lot of hurry up offense that just threw our DBs off a little bit. Um, and yeah, so I just think their play calling and execution uh, overall was just much better um, than ours. And I liked how they. They came out with a purpose right away. They were going to run that hurry-up offense, and even if it didn't work, they were going to continue to go to it, throw a lot of bubble screens, make our DBs tackle in space, um, and throw a lot of passes over the middle. And right away, that's where I saw a lot of holes in our defense was just they uh, we were running a lot of zone, and they were just picking those zones apart with little crossing routes and little slants, and they're Oregon. They always have speedy guys, and they just uh, utilize their speed and space and just made play after play. Um, and then, I mean, I'm going to continue to say it because I just, that was my biggest takeaway from the game was how much more physical they were than us. Um, I could just tell in some of some like key plays that they just were out physically in us. Uh, on the, uh, there was a long run by uh, Bucky Irving early on in the game where he broke like five or six tackles. I don't even think that we had five or six tackles broken off against us like all week last week against USC. And Bucky Irving just, Put his head down. He's a littler guy, smaller center of gravity, and just put our guys in the dirt. He he had one goal and that was to get to the end zone. Uh, he was like a yard short, but man, that was just an impressive run. Um, and yeah, I think that was a key turning point. They just punched us in the mouth, and we didn't really have any response. 
I know I was at the game and you were at the game. Um, in the must, it felt cold. It was a lot harder than usual. Obviously, this game had like a lot of a different feel than against USC. Why do you think that is? Yeah, so in my opinion, I just think, you know, uh, years past when we have big games, uh, early on in the games, we usually just keep it close. Um, and early on, you can just see how much bigger and stronger that they looked out there. And I think the entire must also had that feeling, uh, especially when they went up early by a couple of scores. It just looked like, you know, teams in the past for Utah were explosive enough where a 21 to three or 21 to six deficit wasn't too much to overcome. But we just don't have those, the, we just didn't have those big play makers on Saturday that we've seen from the past, like the Sloane Bakis, the Clinton Jacksons, Devon Bailey, Money Parks. Those guys, you know, they did their, they got their normal amount of touches, but they just weren't making as explosive plays as we're used to having them make. And I think obviously everyone in the must felt that and it just felt more dead than usual. Um, especially during game day, it was kind of sad to, to see just how deflated we look, um, all the students really. But obviously, you know, the must showed out like usual and um, we just didn't, you know, didn't execute down the stretch, but I don't think that's gonna stop um, happening. I think that we're gonna continue to have great student sections and I know that our team's gonna feed off of that and I know they wanna put a good showing on the field. So I, don't, I think that was a one-time thing for us. I don't think that's going to happen again, at least I hope. And last week, um, I know we talked about Bryson Barnes and his progression, um, but this week a lot of fans are saying that he just wasn't able to find receivers. Personally, what do you think his strengths and weaknesses were against Oregon? Yeah, so <clears throat> I don't think he necessarily played a terrible game. He had those two interceptions, which, you know, you can't have those, especially against a team like Oregon, who always capitalizes on mistakes no matter what. Um, and I just think that his, his strengths were definitely <clears throat> on display early. He had a couple times where he went through his, his whole progressions, made good throws, got some guys on some third downs, um, get, got some guys open that, you know, we have, we've seen him make those throws throughout the entire year and he was able to make those throws. But uh, once Oregon kind of took away his, you know, the five yard, five yard outs and the, the six yard slants and, you know, the easy post routes, he just, his arm wasn't built on Saturday to make those big down the field throws. I know he can make those throws. We've obviously seen him do it. So I'm not saying he can't do it, but it just on Saturday, it didn't look like he was very comfortable ever really in the pocket. Um, our O-line didn't you know, do him a lot of favors, but I mean, credit to Dan Lanning and, and Oregon's defense. They were stunting every single play. They were throwing stuff at our O-line that they've never seen before. Um, and yeah, their defensive sets were just unbelievable. I, Hats off to them. I, I, I really think that they probably played their best game of the year, if not the best game that any team's played all year um, in all of college football. And I just think that that was a big contributing factor to just how good they looked and how bad we looked. I don't think we're necessarily a very bad team, but they played really, really well. Um, going forward, what do you think what's going to do? How do you think this is going to affect the rest of the season? Yeah, so I think uh, obviously Baki's playing on defense, and I know they're going to try and limit his snap count. Um, especially in big games like this where we really do need him on defense because he is a stud um, at that safety position. He's a big dude, he can tackle, um, he can play man coverage, he's good in zone. So I just, I think that having him is always a plus on offense, but when, you know, when he's having days like he did, you know, his, his stat line wasn't great. Uh, he only had, I think it was like five carries for 11 yards, I believe it was. And, you know, it just wasn't his day, so obviously we're looking for him to make up for it on the defensive end. And I don't think he played a bad game on defense at all. I actually think he played pretty well. I think he was one of the few guys that had a really good game on defense and was in the right spots at the right time. 
Um, but as for how this will affect the rest of the season, uh, I think that we're going to see more of Aki on offense. I don't think it's going to be quite as much as we did against USC because teams are kind of queuing in on that. Um, <clears throat> but I think that there's a, there's a chance for us to make the Pac-12 championship again. Um, and I think that, you know, Kyle Whittingham is going to talk to his guys in the locker room, make sure that they're ready to go, make sure that they're not getting too down on themselves because we, we saw it last year. Uh, we had two losses early, um, and then we got that third one, and the, or we got that second loss in Pac-12 play, which is the third overall on the year. And everyone kind of, you know, everyone could have held, held their head down, but they, you know, they got together as a team and made sure that people were still locked in and ready to go. Um, just in case we did, you know, get a chance to make that Pac-12 championship, and that's exactly what happened. So I'm just looking for Whittingham and, and his staff to to really, you know, come together with these guys and become a family this week. Um, and so throughout the rest of the year, we can try and try and win out again and potentially make the Pac-12 championship again. Great. Well, thank you so much for your insight again, Kyle. Uh, do you have any final thoughts on the rest of the game? Yeah, I mean, I, I know a lot of fans. Um, are pretty pretty bummed about this I mean obviously I know I am I know you are nobody wants a loss especially a loss that you know you, you can just see that you got kicked in the mouth um, but obviously it's not ideal but the season isn't over we still got a lot to play for we can still be playing for a 10 and 2 record which is great that was better than our record last year at the end of the regular season um, so we're gonna see what this team's made of we're really gonna see um, well, uh, how good the captains are, how good that senior leadership is. We're going to really see a lot from this team going through adversity. Um, we, we saw it against Oregon State. We had adversity and we bounced back great. So I'm looking for that, those same things. I think that we're really going to bounce back in these next couple of weeks. Um, we got a big game coming up this week. And uh, I, think that, uh, I think that we can get it done. Or Arizona's a tough team. Arizona looked really good against Oregon State this week. But I think that this is a really good opportunity for us to kind of Tell everybody, you know, settle down. We're not, we're not a bad team. We're still good. Um, we just had a bad week last week, and uh, I think that's what we're gonna do. Great, thank you, Kyle, for your thoughts, and thank you for listening to Home Stretch, the Utah Chronicle Sports Podcast. Make sure you stay tuned for new episodes coming every other Tuesday.